What's that you say? Sometimes you're not respected by the regular teachers? Well, let's just see what we can do about that. I've been waiting a while to do this episode. Now, let me say this right off the bat. This is not at all about my current school. It's about schools, you know, probably in the last two years. And now that I'm further removed from that time, it's easier to talk about. I'll tell you what gave me the impression that some teachers were looking down on me. But first, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories about the school I'm currently at, and what they've done is just the opposite. It's the opposite of looking down on me. It's respecting me for everything I do. I'm sure if you think hard, you can think of teachers that both respect you, and teachers, you're not really that comfortable being around. It just seems like there's something about them that even though you know they've earned the right for respect as a teacher, you're still not that crazy about the way they f- you feel they look at you as a substitute teacher. First of all, let me tell you this story. The, the school I'm at, the way they treat me well, and the way I know that they respect me is because I mention to them things that I do. They know I'm doing that Substitute Teacher's Lounge podcast. Some of them are listening. Some of the students are listening. And then when I tell them I wrote the novel just for fun, Butterfly Swag, they roll their eyes and they say, my goodness, Mr. Collins, is there anything else you do? And they like it. Some of them have bought the book. Some of them listen to the podcast. The way they treat me, I can tell that they respect me and am glad I'm there. I can't think of any teachers at my current school that have ever said anything to me to make me feel like I wasn't appreciated or that they weren't glad I was there. So that's the first piece. Let me talk about that. The second piece is something that happened this week. Now, it has to do about my desire to substitute teacher. I'm not one, and you know this from previous episodes, I won't be happy if I go into a substitute teaching job and I feel like I haven't taught them anything. In fact, I'll go ahead and mention, I've I've talked about this before, that I once went into substitute teach at a middle school, and It just so happened I was scheduled for a two-day assignment. I went in the second day. In both days, the teacher was there when I got there. It was that they had to go to a workshop later in that day, so they walked me through what they had to do. And when I came in the second morning, that teacher said to me, you know, the kids really seem to like you. But she said, sometimes that makes me worry that You're just having a lot of fun with them, and they're not really getting any work done. But she said that wasn't the case. They got all their assignments done. They love to have you here, and I'll be putting you on my list. That's how you know a teacher respects you. There's flip sides to that. But let me share the story that happened to me this week. I'm honest to a T. 
I want everybody to know how I really feel. And since I want to make sure those kids learn something and that I'm not just in there to sit there while someone else has left an assignment for them, I kind of feel guilty when the learning doesn't happen or even worse, when I don't feel like I'm qualified in the subject I'm teaching at the moment to guide those students properly. I am in a unique situation right now where I'm teaching for a teacher for three weeks that got a a job at another location. They've moved, and it's unique in that this may be the first time that I've long-term sub for a teacher that was just totally gone. You know, I wasn't just filling into them because they had a personal thing they had to take care of, or I wasn't just filling in for them because maybe they took some medical leave, maybe they had a baby, What, whatever the case. This is the first time that I had to do my best to teach that subject all by myself. Now, I overstate that a little bit because there's plenty of teachers around who always offer their help, but still... You know, I want to do as much as possible. I want to do what I can. You know, I've said I buy books. I want to, I don't mind learning, so I spend the money to buy the books to see if I it, they will help me teach. Well, in this, this case, I had had these students for six days. If it had been a math class, I'd be okay. I'm pretty good at math. I found out I wasn't as good in science. I don't understand about valence electrons and how elements bond. Some of the students even told me, yeah, I like this. It comes easy to me. Some of them are lost. So I went to administration and I said, listen, I'm not sure these students are getting what they need from me. I don't think that I'm smart enough in science to give them what they need over the next three weeks. Don't feel bad if you want to go ahead and fill this role with a different substitute teacher that knows more about science because I think that's going to be best for the kids. I even said, I know they've got the position filled. You know, if there's any way that teacher wants to come in early. Well, I knew they would give me a great response. And they would tell me what, how they felt about it. And sure enough, the assistant principal came by and said, Mr. Collins, first of all, we don't want you to leave. We really think that you're perfect for these kids right now. Talk to me a little bit about what, how, what you're feeling. And I told them what, what told the assistant principal what I just told you. I'm concerned that I'm in there for three weeks with those students And I'm not smart enough in science to teach the subject. And I want those kids to learn. I don't want them to be lost. I don't want the kids that are, you know, there's probably four teachers teaching similar topics, if not the exact same topic. I want to make sure the students in my class are getting as much information as the other classes are. So I told them all that. And Assistant principal said, we don't want to see you go. Let's see if we can come up. We really think you're the best person for this temporary substitute teacher role. We want to keep you here. Let's see what we can work out. 
And here's how much the teachers respected me. They worked out a plan. One of my favorite teachers in the building, one that I've learned from, one that I think is very friendly, one that I've been to their room, and it's always conducive to learning, and there's always a fun side and a lecture side, and they're learning a lot. That teacher said, let's do this. Let me, I'm teaching the same subject, the same class as you are in the same periods. Let's Zoom. Let me Zoom my class into your room, and I'll lead it during the day. And this was for really four periods that that teacher was willing to do that for me. She wanted me to be there, too. She knew that if I was just in the room when she was teaching it, that I could guide the students in that way. I could follow her lead and make sure that those students understood what was going on. It went so well that first day. I told her later that, you know, I could talk. If I just got your materials and gave it to them, I could talk them. I couldn't teach them because as she was teaching, she would tell stories that she remembered You know, she related the way grass grows to the way water fills up a plant and makes a plant full and just how the scientific part of that is part of, you know, biology and all that kind of stuff. I could teach it from the paper. I couldn't teach it the way she did. And she did such a great job. She respected me because she knew I was smart enough to at least listen to what she says and help apply it to the students. I sat in a room with the students with the same handouts and did it as she did it so I could learn something too. It went perfectly. In fact, it went so perfectly that we don't Zoom the whole classes now. I'm comfortable enough in some of the things she's covered and especially the activity things based on the lecture things I can do those on my own. This past Friday, uh, you know, this is Sunday. I'll go ahead and tell you it is December 5th, 2021. This past Friday was a day where she thought she might come on in the Zoom for about five minutes, teach the class, get them started, and then I would understand what they're supposed to do, and I could do my part and fill in. So, That is a sign the school that I'm currently at totally respects me, thinks that I'm a great substitute teacher, just as they are great teachers. And they want me there. That is so good to feel respected. Now, sometimes you know that's not the case. There are some small situations that may make you feel like a teacher is looking down on you because you're only a substitute teacher. That can happen. Hasn't happened that much to me, I'll admit. I know from the stories a lot of you have shared on our Facebook group, Substitute Teachers Lounge, sometimes that's happened to you. Let me tell you a couple of situations that have happened to me in years past where I had to figure out, okay, how am I going to react to this? And again, this is, you know, the smallest number of people are like this. It's not like everybody treats you this way, but let's face it. 
if you have to interact with 100 teachers, and even if you feel two of them are looking down on you, which two do you remember the most? You remember the ones that look down on you and you try to figure out why they're doing that. Here's my first situation from months and months ago, but I'm going to go ahead and share it with you. I was at one school. I had been there several days in different capacities. And as schools go, occasionally they have meetings for planning purposes and they want to know what's going on. Now, something came up in one of the meetings that one of the substitute teachers distributed a picture that while not inappropriate, not something they really wanted going around the school, okay? Then, right after that, as a casual response, and I've got, let's call it friends in high places. It's not really that, but there was somebody in the meeting that knew what they were talking about because one teacher then said, and that teacher knew me personally before this even happened. Maybe they didn't know this was me. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But they made the comment, yeah, we've got that going on. And then I hear that there's one substitute teacher that has a podcast. So now I have to listen to the podcast every week to make sure he's not talking about me. And I'm thinking, my goodness, how paranoid can you be? Do you really think that the Substitute Teachers Lounge podcast is one in which I'm going to talk about other teachers? They didn't even want me. You know, his point was maybe we don't even want him talking about subjects because maybe it's easy to narrow down which teacher he's talking about. Well, you know for a fact we are in episode 133. How many times have you heard me talk negatively about a teacher? That would be zero. Okay? So... They made that comment. They had never listened to an episode. They just assumed it was going to be bad. And if I were honest with myself, I'm guessing they never bothered to listen to an episode. They just thought it was something they should say in that meeting. We got to keep our eyes on these substitute teachers. Well, I did something about it. Maybe an overreaction. I didn't think it was that negative, but I chose to stop substitute teaching at that school. I know the one that schedules the substitute teachers, she found out a couple days later, and she said, do I really hear that you're not going to substitute teach here anymore? She said, what happened? And I told her, and I wasn't too specific, Now, in my mind, I was thinking, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm not just taking the attitude, well, if they don't want me here, I don't want them. I really wasn't. I guess I felt like, well, if that teacher is uncomfortable having me here, I'll do that teacher a favor. I've got seven other schools in my district that want me to come there. So I've got plenty of other opportunities. Why go into a situation that some teachers are going to be uncomfortable only because I have a podcast? So that was the first situation. Now, to use my favorite phrase, let me be honest with you. Had it not been for COVID, yes, I would have gone back to that school and taught. I still may. 
I've got other schools that are keeping me busy. And we're still, you know, kind of in a protocol with all these variants coming along. I hope in the future, if you're listening to this in, what, 2025, maybe the most of this is all behind us. But in this situation, my solution was, all right, I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm not going to confront that teacher. I'm not going to say, who do you think you are? I'm just going to make things more comfortable for myself and... I'm going to just, you know, cross that school off my list, and I won't substitute teach for them. I would have gone back later had the schools not been shut down for the virus situation. So that's the first time that I felt like I was kind of looked down upon because I was a substitute teacher. And by the way, let me split these two stories up by telling you a little side story that really has nothing to do with being disrespected. In fact, if anything, it has me feel like, boy, if I ever gave teachers a reason to not look down upon me, but just feel differently about me, you know, I did it. You heard the episode that the episode that was about having leverage. Well, It is true that I chose one school over the other after I had committed to the first school because of a couple of different situations, and I felt like it was just best for me. Looking back now, I hope some of you are listening because I think I made the wrong decision. I think I should have held with my commitment. Now, those of you at the current school, I love you guys. It has nothing to do with that, but looking back... I hope I didn't alienate those teachers at that school. And to be honest, when my current assignment is over, I can't wait to try to get back into that school, smooth things over. Do they look down on me? Of course not. I still see them make casual comments or casual likes on Facebook. I know that we're still buddies but I've put myself in an uncomfortable situation in that when I see them, I usually see them at sporting events now, when I see them, I feel bad because I, in effect, did them wrong. And I'm going to apologize about that. I wish I had stuck with my commitment for the sake of sticking with my commitment. I didn't need, you know, I don't, I'm doing this more for fun than the money. I've told you that before, so that doesn't enter into it. I've got that out of the way. I've got that off my chest. So I'm looking forward to getting back into that school. It's the same school that I spent the whole year with last year. My last story about a time when I feel like teachers, whether they meant it outright, I don't think they just entered into it saying, well, he's just a substitute teacher. Let's make him do it. Here's the deal. Schools often have days that they this was a, this was pre-COVID, so things have changed a little bit. But they have days that they set aside to reward students. Maybe the five percent of the students that get behind in their work, they don't get rewarded. They have to sit in a classroom by themselves while everybody else is watching movies, eating candy going to, you know, inflatable activities, seeing shows in the gymnasium. 
it's referred to as a reward system, but it's sure hard to see how there's not at least a bit of a demerit system tied onto it, too. There was levels of accomplishment. Maybe you got a Coke and a bag of chips if you were at this level. Maybe you just got a Coke if you're at this level. But if you were behind in your work, you had to sit in this classroom and work on your work instead. Now, I knew this day was coming up. I was in a long-term role. One of the teachers I had been close to, I knew that the other teachers had met, and I guess they chose him since they knew I probably talked to him more than any of the rest of them, to give me the news that they probably didn't know The newer teachers there didn't know how much I looked forward to those days because it gave me a chance to interact with the students in the fun activities. The year prior, I actually participated in the inflatables, the bungee inflatable, all that fun stuff. And I had fun with them. And I had fun with this. I always had fun with the students that did not, that couldn't participate too because of being behind in their work. But this year, they said, Mr. Collins, We would like you to sit in this room all day with the students that have gotten behind in their work and please try to keep them motivated to get as much work done as they can. And I said, all right, they weren't really looking down on me as a substitute teacher, but since they were teachers and I was a substitute, then it was pretty much the rationale I should be the one that they put in there and help out. They were very open about saying, just let us know when you need a break, and we'll go from there. So I did it. Well, spending time with those students in that classroom, the demerit classroom, which, by the way, when I shared this story with other schools, I didn't wasn't specific about what school I was talking about, They told me that they don't do it anymore for that reason. They like the reward concept. They don't like the demerit concept. And by the way, the school has changed since then. The students told me that. But here's what happened. After an hour, maybe 90 minutes, I realized that, man, all this partying is going around these kids in other classrooms. They can hear the movies playing. They can hear the music They can hear the games being played. They can't participate in it. It's okay, perhaps, if they can't participate in it because it was their fault that they didn't get their work done. But not being allowed to participate in it and making it obvious that all the kids around them were participating, it made me feel for those kids. So I took up for them and I finally, you know, they came in, the teachers came in and asked me for a break, and I made the comment, these kids don't get a break, I don't get a break. So by about lunchtime, I said, listen, I want to talk to the principal because I think these kids deserve a little time of celebration as well. They've worked hard. And it was out of the ordinary They didn't really want me to approach the principal, but the young man that I told you that had told me that in the first place, he approached them for me. Now, it worked out okay. 
the teacher's told, you can thank Mr. Collins for letting you get out of this situation early and participate in some of the fun, and they did. I recorded a podcast about it shortly after it happened, and it kind of made, it, it rubbed some of those teachers the wrong way. And basically, the only point I was trying to make You know, even if you call that a reward system, it feels like a demerit system to some of the other students. And that was fairly early in my participation as a substitute teacher, but I will always be an advocate for students. So after that, I knew that I had one cancellation of a sub job that was related to the podcast, and it was not... One of the people didn't want me to teach anymore. They didn't want me to feel uncomfortable when I came in and all that was fresh on their minds. Now, that's been months and months ago. I have not been back to that school, but that has nothing to do with it. I I did have three days scheduled at the school. We had one that got canceled for snow. We had one that got canceled for one of my personal days I had to take because of a family situation. And then the other one was when the COVID onslaught started hitting for the first time. I love all those teachers there. Do I feel like they looked down on me a little bit and put me in that room because they didn't want to do it? I do a little bit. Do I wish they had respected me more and at least found out more about me and what I was capable of? Yeah, I do. But My last encouraging words to you are, regardless of how teachers feel about you as a substitute teacher, it's okay. Pick yourself up. Show them what you can do. Show them how much the kids appreciate having you in the room. And before you know it, you're going to win those teachers over. You're going to show up on their preferred list and they will no longer treat you as somebody that is not as good as them. And again, that was the minority. Most of the teachers are so glad we're here, and they love it when we can share our talents with the students in the room just as they are.